one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Support Wrestle Talk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen, hot off the critical success of Ready to Rumble, organised, produced, arranged, researched. All by Luke Owen. Thank you very much. Hello, Oliver Davis, and a hello, Swaff Nation. How the devil are you? I'm good. I am tired. Oh, mate, I am tired. Yeah. Even though, like, the last live screening we did of Beyond the Mat back in November, I think it was. It was indeed. Uh, I, we went out afterwards. We were drinking heavily for most of it. Uh, I, I came in the next day relatively fine. Yeah. A couple of egg sandwiches. Sorted and I'm sorted. Out. Yeah. We we hardly drink at all. I think I had two pints. Uh, I get home at quarter past one, about an hour earlier than last time. I'm just dead. I'm I'm ruined today. I know. Well, you did take your melatonin, which is your newest thing. You were I don't ta- know if we've talked you, about no, this on you, the podcast. No, you were talking to us about on uh, at, at Progress. You were telling us this. So melatonin, folks. Uh, Not just the name of a uh, Silver Sun Pickups album, which is, by the way... A great album. It's a a song off the album anyway. It's a great album. (laughs) I remember that one song, Ergo, the whole album is fantastic. No, no, seriously. I actually re-listened to it just last week, and it is a terrific album. Canvas is what the album is called. Silver Sun Pickups, that rings a bell. Yeah, they were like, they were on Guitar Hero, I think. Right. Uh, It might be Guitar Hero 3 or 4, which is where I discovered them. And uh, I was like, this is a great little song. And I listened to the album. I was like, this album rules. It's great. Well, as usual, uh, discretionary advice. I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on the internet. So make your own choices and do your own research, folks. But melatonin is the hormone that your brain produces when uh, blue light starts to disappear from your field of vision. The idea is when the sun sets... Your brain goes, okay, it's melatonin time, mm-hmm. and an hour after melatonin production ramps up is when you start to feel sleepy. So one of the things you can do is take melatonin in a supplement form. One milligram Ollie is doing, which is a very low dose. What? It's a lowish dose. Yeah. Uh, and I've done that for the last five days. You can't actually buy it in the UK. I think you can get it anywhere in the US and anywhere in Europe. Weirdly, you can't get it here. So all the instructions are in German. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, whenever you say things like that, I'm like, that's probably for a reason. I think Germany have the supplement industry way more sorted than 
Just you can do anything over here. I don't even know what the states is like. Yeah, that's good. That's the wild, wild west. Yeah, if Germany say it's okay, I'm like, you're probably right. You've got this down. Because yeah, you've been to America. Mm-hmm. You, oh, you, like as a kid though. Yeah, but you know, like when you're watching the TV and then there are there are adverts for like supplements that you can take, or just medicine, or just medicine. Yeah, and then there's like a good forty seconds to a minute of warnings attached mm. to those commercials speaking really quickly as well so speaking it's actually really more quickly, like 10 minutes yeah, and, and it's always just like if this happens you need to do this if this happens you need to do this and all i can think maybe it's just because i'm an englishman but i watch that and be like how the hell does anyone fall for this and mm. buy this stuff because these adverts are essentially telling you oh don't take this this is a very bad thing you should be taking <laughs> but we would like your money so please buy it but they say it so quickly <laughs> ah, it's probably fine. I just kind of, I don't understand how people fall for it. Most of it is legally, so they <laughs> exactly. have to put in Oh, we've uh, just got to put this in. Yeah, no, it's strange, different cultures. Mm-hmm. I, when I used to work in television and broadcast, uh, we, we did a few Eastern European channels, and I was struck by how 60% of their adverts in between shows were for pills. Yeah. Just like, these pills will make you thin. These pills will make you happier. These pills will make you have sex with your wife more. These pills will increase your effectiveness at work. It's basically listening to any podcast now. Yeah, and it was just, I was, yeah, but there were no warnings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, melatonin, I, it's been, it's been working very well for me. Uh, I am the trial case, and then my lady partner is going to try it this weekend. Yeah. She said, I want to try it when I'm not doing something important the next day. I was like, how severe do you think these are? Well, I found out because I took it too late last night on getting back and probably with alcohol, actually. I didn't mm. think of that. And I just slept through everything until half eight today. Oh, mate. Slept through like two alarms. Yeah. And I've got an alarm that, you know, replicates the sun rising. Yeah. And I slept through a bright white room <laughs> and something going... That is impressive. So my my wife, uh, she I think she's learned how to sleep through her alarms. I think she has gotten to the point now where she knows what the alarm sound is, and her deep sleep is mm. just ignoring it. Because I've watched her like where I've, I get up at quite early, my alarm goes off, and there are some times when I put my phone on the other side of the room because then I have to get out of the bed in order to turn it's good it tactic, off. Tactic, yeah. But there's sometimes when I've got to put my phone on charge overnight, which means it's next to me and it's easy for me to reach and I can get it and I can turn it off. And then I go like a five minute period of like, okay, right, get myself out of bed. And then my wife's alarm will go off and I've just watched her still asleep, reach over, grab it, turn it off, put it under her pillow and go straight and like put her head back down. And uh, I'm like, well, then clearly that alarm is useless. That that alarm is doing, it's not even snoozing. Because snoozing, you would have woken up in order to turn it off the first time around. This is just staying asleep. Anecdotally, this is a lady thing. Yeah? Yeah. My girlfriend does it. Laurie's girlfriend does it. Uh, I've had girlfriends in the past who do it. I, I will extend this out. Let's do a large study. I would say I get up when the thing goes, mm-hmm. generally. But my lady partner has... An alarm scheduled every 10 minutes. Yeah. I think we've spoken about this before because she knows before. she's going to snooze through them. Yeah. And she likes the snooze. It's not that she can't get up. It's that she enjoys the hour of snooze. Like, she feels oh, like... An hour yeah, of snooze. She feels like that hour of snooze where an alarm goes off every 10 minutes helps her transition from sleep to wake. Yeah. 
But it doesn't. No, it, it delays it, if anything. Yeah. I was thinking about this this sort of thing quite recently because I'm, I've always classified myself as a worker bee. When mm. I'm up, I, I, I don't really like laying. I can't lay in anymore. I, if I get up, I want to be just getting up and doing something, particularly on a working week. I'm just like, oh, I just want to get up and just start work. I just want to get on and start doing things. Cause I'm just going to send Ollie some podcast stats at three it, in the at morning. three in the morning. So I'm up, so I may as well start doing these sorts of things. To the point where, like, I and you and I have spoken about this before on the podcast, I struggle to take holiday because I I get not bored, but, like, I get antsy about going, I want to just get back to work. You always make... you always come back off holidays with three new projects. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've come yeah. up with these ideas. Oh, I, oh absolutely. I, I spend a lot of my my holiday time is spent thinking up new things that I can do in my spare time, of which I have very little, <laughs> very little spare time. But I'm, I'm trying to think of other things I can do. But I think that WWE has just ground me down. Oh, really? I'm going on holiday in June. And I am so looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it for ages anyway because I'm, I'm going away with my wife, who I love spending time with more than anyone on this whole planet. We're going to go to an amazing place. I'm right here. I know, bud. But we're, and we're also going with my sister-in-law and her boyfriend. I, I know we've been, we've been talking about this for Mickey. years. Mickey. We've been talking about this for years, and I'm so, so excited. But uh, there's always that bit in the back of my mind. It's just like, it's two weeks, though. And you know what happens? After seven days, you start getting antsy about, like, I need to get back. I need to get back and do something. I cannot wait mm. for two weeks off of watching WWE. Counterproposal, it might be WWE. I'm sure that's a big part of it. But correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first proper abroad holiday you've taken as an employee. Mm-hmm. So maybe the fr- yeah, because the before then you were working, even though you know it was... Yeah. I was 100% working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't freelancing for anyone else. Yeah, it was, yeah so maybe it's the... You feel more relaxed and comfortable but if you had anything, any neurosis in the background. I don't think anything's really changed in our, in our working relationship. Mm. Um, I think I'm just, I'm just so excited. I think as a company, we've definitely got more support and infrastructure in place if someone wants to have a holiday. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It doesn't screw everything else. No, no, absolutely. You are very, very accommodating. Mm. Uh, on that subject, and actually, here he comes. He's the subject of an email that's come in Ooh, from Carl. Randy Andy Datsun. Uh, we'll ju- I'll read this one very quickly because I think it's... Uh, yeah, okay, let's we go. Uh, may I start by saying I love the content, 90% of it, and always support WrestleTalk. But there is one thing that's been rubbing, the- rubbing me the wrong way recently, and it's the treatment of Andy Datsun. Yes, I understand <laughs> it's a joke, but wrestling is my escape from real life, and channels like WrestleTalk are my safe place and listening you tell him to shut up and having ollie refusing and stopping you from heeding his name in a thank you email <laughs> push him out of videos and basically belittle him at every opportunity is turning me off as a survivor of bullying and harassment is making me very uncomfortable please stop uh, call me a cuck or an sjw but i just wanted to make this point uh, big fan keep up the good work be conscious love you goodbyes from carl He's from carl you've got to understand carl how annoying andy is in real life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you. Is this on? Yes. Thank you, Carl. I appreciate it. Uh, the bullying isn't isn't actually real. It is <laughs> it is kayfabe bullying. I promise but you. I, but that's what Don't Carl, peel away the curtain. But I think but Carl says that in his email. He knows it is for a joke. But I think for him, it's almost like a because he is a. I mean, I, I, like myself. Like I'm a survivor. I was you know bullied so bad as a child. I didn't want to go to school. Yeah. Know? I was actually talking to someone at the Prince Charles about this yesterday because a scouser was there. And I, his accent just made me feel so comfortable because mm-hmm. I, I love the accent so much. And I was like, oh, it reminds me of home. And I said, I used to have an accent just like yours, but I had it bullied out of me when I was moved down south. And I genuinely miss that accent and, and, and this and the other. And I sometimes find myself just slipping right back into it. So, like, especially when I've had a few drinks and I just, this is what I'm meant to sound like. This is how I'm meant to talk. 
but you're you're much more employable now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, and so I we do very much appreciate uh, your feedback on the the, the Randy Datsun subject, um, mm. but we love him really. Yes, no, Carl, th- thank you for your for your concern. Uh, I I completely understand why it uh, would bring back memories, but uh, please please do not have concern for me. I'm not uh, I'm not feeling belittled or or put upon by anyone here. Luke, stop giving him a Chinese burn while he's saying. <laughs> Anyway, we've got to talk about this SmackDown show, which featured possibly the saving of the tag team division. Here's the show. SmackDown's tag division in the space of two episodes of WWE TV. So Raw last night and SmackDown, sorry, Raw Monday night, SmackDown last night. I have gone from thinking SmackDown's tag division is a wasteland. Even if they put the belts on someone, who are they going to face? What's going on? But Raw's got loads of teams. Just two episodes it took for me to go, I hate Raw's tag division. They're burying the revival. The Usos are really annoying. No one cares about the War Raiders or whatever they're called. But SmackDown's or tag the, division. Or the tag champs. I forget. <laughs> I keep forgetting who the tag champs are. It's Lucha House Party, right? I, I think it's them, yeah. Uh, and on SmackDown... That you, we've now got new tag team champions because the Hardy boys had to relinquish the titles with Jeff Hardy being out for surgery for up to nine months, which was totally because of Lars Sullivan kayfabe, yeah. uh, taking him out. It's and, him. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it's him. <laughs> but now we've got Daniel Bryan and Rowan as the tag team champions. Yeah. An absolutely inspired choice. Yeah. So someone tweeted me over the weekend and said, I'm going to put money down on this now. It'll be Shane McMahon and Elias. And I thought, mm. that's brilliant. Yeah. That's genuinely brilliant. No, not in like a, oh, what a great choice. But brilliant. I'm like, that's a total dick move yes. by Shane. That's the yeah. sort of thing Shane would do. It'd be totally consistent with his character because he wants to be tag team champions. So so he said a couple of months that ago. That's a good point. So I was like, that is re- that's a really, really great choice. Um, don't know who they're going to feud with, but I like it. And then you can have Shane in more storylines. Which is just what this company needs. Yeah. The ratings are plummeting. More Shane. The Omni-Shane. The best in the world. And then, because you know, we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, the other options are Rusev and Nakamura, which to me seem like the best option. Um, Heavy Machinery, who aren't over at the moment, and that's not their fault. It's just that they don't get on TV, Mm. so it's impossible to get over when you're never featured. And your other options are the Colognes or the Singh Brothers. And I guess you've got Xavier and Biggie, but Biggie's out injured. I, th- I think, you know, that's actually a really top tier. Oh, absolutely. Team, right? well, it absolutely yeah, would be, yeah. But they, they seem, they're a bit busy at the moment and one of them is injured. So you were kind of left with very, very poor choices, an embarrassing list of choices, really. So when Shane brought out Brian and Rowan, I almost breathed a sigh of relief and be like, oh, God, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And as I said in my review, which will be going live after this, it's the best use of Daniel Bryan now that he's not in the championship picture. Now he's not in that WWE championship picture. Just by putting him in the tag team division with Rowan, all of a sudden, that adds so much star power to that yeah. division. And then when they're walking backstage and they walked into heavy machinery, I was like, what a great feud that is. Rowan and Bryan versus heavy machinery. Steaks and weights. Their whole deal is they eat meat. And now they're going to be feuding with the Planeteers and Captain Planet. It's oh, wonderful. Heavy machinery as well. Sounds pretty 
oil and fossil fuel intensive. Absolutely, his move is the caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not uh, as in the animal as in the the, the, the figure <laughs> itself. It really, it really is totally inspired. We, I mean, we come up with all these ideas for for what WWE should do, and then they don't do them, and we're like, oh. Well, the stupid one. WWE. But Idiots. that's because they do stuff that's worse than what we've come up with. This was this is a, this is what I want all the time, which is for WWE or an, anything I watch to go, "Huh, you want this really good thing? Well, here's an even better thing you didn't know you wanted." That's why they're the professionals. <laughs> that's why they've been doing this for 40 yeah. years and we haven't. And this really is an example of it. And I it's it's been a weird week in WWE. And I think SmackDown always tends to benefit this, benefit from Raw being like a, a shield around SmackDown. Because Raw will get, if, if there's a big superstar shakeup or some crazy decision like the wildcard rule on Monday, Raw gets the initial flack. And there's plenty reason to give it flack. It's, it's out of nowhere. But at the same time, they've got to try something because the ratings are really going down the pan. But SmackDown, I think this is a good example. This, this episode of SmackDown is a good example of how the wildcard rule can be used to to build more excitement and a better TV show. Yeah. Because that's what they did here. To, to, to recap the segment, Shane McMahon came out uh, and said the tag team belts are vacant. Former multi-time champion vacant has got them. So I'm just going to give them to my mates, Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Daniel Bryan and Rowan come out, blah, 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 we're all heels. But then the Usos come out, Rorak the Hoos, the, the, the Hoosos. The Hoosos. 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 It's like a Dr. Zeus book. <laughs> the Usos come out, very, like, genuinely, this is good Usos, not yeah, how they've been booked on Raw. That, I think, is really key to this. This felt like Smackdown Usos. This mm. was the Usos we were seeing two months ago, not those dickheads we saw on Monday acting like schoolchildren and just being generally very irritating mm, this yeah. was the usos that i like yeah and they came out and they said we that those tag team championships we built those up they mean something to us yeah and yeah the last month of raw booking just vanished from my head and i was i was back on smackdown yeah and you know that's that makes total character and storyline sense don't just hand out these belts if it's going to be like that we'll we'll battle for them and again, in the main event, it does raise these interesting ideas of what if a wild card transition does win an opposite brand's belt? And I bought in to both, oh, well, in both the matches. Yeah, same here. Well, we'll talk about the, off a blue thunderbomb. <laughs> it, it was the third one, though. Yeah, that yeah. was a brilliant sequence. They are booking Kofi spectacularly. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, here it was, shame that they come out, uh, and and we get Brian and Rowan versus the Usos in just a really great match. Yeah. A really great TV a championship great match. As well. I yeah. love the finish of this. But like the last like finishing sequence I thought was brilliant. The finish went on for five minutes. Yeah. It was spectacular. It was so good. It was just like Uso, super kick, Uso, super kick, Rowan power move, super kick, super kick, power was, move. And it was putting over Rowan so strong, but not in the sense of, oh, he's just OP'd. He's just mm. he's too overpowering in this. No, it was just like like the Usos were throwing everything they possibly could, and Rome was taking all of it. And when he kicked out of that Uso splash, I jumped out of my yeah. seat because I thought they're yeah. going to put the belts on the Usos. And as you say, what does that then mean? Does that mean the Usos are going back to SmackDown? Does it mean they're a Raw act who've won the SmackDown belts, who, if they do the sign up sheet, can go back to SmackDown? Mm -hmm. Or are they like the Iconics and just sort of float across both brands? 
it uh, and that's annoyingly i don't think wwe have an answer for that and <laughs> that, that that's what i don't like but yeah but from a viewer perspective we always say how we want more unpredictability we don't want this 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 product that we know is predetermined to seem predetermined and what could feel more predetermined than here's some acts from another brand fighting for this brand's title that they really can't have mm-hmm. but so they, this was so good I bought into them almost getting it. Yeah. And yeah, it was just that. And what I really like about this is Brian and Rowan as an act, where Rowan is just Brian's second. What, like, I love the Brian part of it, but I never, never clicked with the Rowan side because he would just be this big power guy who takes out people on the outside of him. Iron Claw. Yeah. It was a bit, bit lumbering, I felt. Here, though. They're a really good team. Yeah. Because, I, I, first of all, I like the fact that this means Brian is effectively taking half the bumps. <laughs> yes, true. Which yeah. I think is good if, you know, he was out injured with an undisclosed uh, issue after WrestleMania. We know he's got a history of concussions. Whatever we can do to limit the danger he's in to get the, the most to protect his health is, is for the better. But also, Rowan, his power moves felt more impactful and more of a threat just the way he was packaged and not over... They focused on his strengths rather than I'm lumbering Rowan. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought it was a really, really well-worked match. And there's that the image that we've got in our thumbnail of them standing together holding the bells. And I'm like, I love this. Mm. Because Rowan towers over him so much is a really interesting visual dynamic to their team that I've never really noticed before because mm. it's just been Brian cutting promos and Rowan standing just slightly off to the right of him not really in shot or anything. Uh, and it's just, it's, it is really, really wonderful. And I, and I really like them together. And there was that moment when they're walking backstage past heavy machinery. Yeah. And you just sort of look at that, that four lineup and you're like, well, all of a sudden now, heavy machinery feel like a big deal because they're now going to be in the same ring mm. as Daniel Bryan and Rowan, who's been sort of like featured in these sort of main event pictures. And now the tag belts feel big league they feel so much more important than the raw tag belts do because they're held by people i keep forgetting who the champs are it's uh it's rhino and heath slater yeah Um, i thought that was last week they might have changed it yeah it's it's i can't believe i'm saying this considering how down i was on on raw and now i'm sitting here being like smackdown is just was so enjoyable to watch can i play devil's advocate though play 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 what do we do after the heavy machinery feud, though? That that we're still going to be in the same issue we were prior to this, which is just that unless well, you put together a Franken team. Well, you you keep saying the new day are busy. I I I've got nothing wrong with Biggie coming back. I don't know how long he's out. Can you check how long Biggie is estimated to be out for, please, Randy Andy? Uh, well, that kind of injury is usually between six and nine months. Oh, is it that long? Oh, yeah. ah. I thought it was like a couple of months thing. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say... Be, he might be a Superman like John Cena. Yeah. Like, but, uh, Come back in two weeks. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, Xavier and Big E going for the tag belts with Kofi as the champion. Great. I, I think that would be... That's how you... Then you've got two, top three teams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it is, it is a bit difficult after them. Uh, but although, apparently, according to WrestleTalk.com, there could be a new tag team uh, in the SmackDown ranks, according to a dark match. Randy, can you, can you fill us in uh, on this, please? You can switch the camera to you if you would Possibly if you'd like. <laughs> the tag team that everyone's wanted since the beginning of wrestling, Jinder Mahal and Shelton Benjamin. Hey, Jinder and Shelton, eh? However, I'd like to clear it up. 
We do know that Jinder Mahal, that Sheldon Benjamin is not Bobby Lashley. The picture on the thumbnail by writer James Dixon, he knows that they're not the same person or doesn't think that they're the same person. He just used a picture of Jinder Mahal that we had in our uh, image library. He didn't think that that was Sheldon Benjamin. Okay. <laughs> Good to clarify. A lot of people are commenting saying, oh, you just think they're the same person because they're <laughs> yeah. both of the same colour. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I wonder why WWE put them both together. <laughs> Uh, the uh, yeah, well that that doesn't fill me with confidence to be honest. No, Chad Gable and Sheldon Benjamin. Yeah, they've I already know. got a pre-existing team. Yeah, well, um, absolutely. Um, shush, shush. Yeah. Uh, so that I think the tag division is looking stronger just because I think you got much more like stable champions in Brian and Rowan, and I'm really and I'm actually genuinely looking forward to the promos, mostly from Brian's side of things in the Heavy Machinery feud. But I also think the matches are going to be really fun as well because yeah. Heavy Machinery are this big, goofy tag team doing their big, goofy stuff. And Brian is so deadly serious. Yeah. And Rowan is so, like, he's even more serious because he just goes, hmm. It's going to be this weird juxtaposition that I think is going to be fascinating to watch. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. This This is a... Heavy Machinery sort of been floundering since they're on their way to WWE stuff. It's almost as if they were called up without a plan. Maybe. But now now we've got a situation where Brian and Rowan don't just elevate the tag division. It doesn't just make them look great and feel like they're doing something without keeping Brian in the main event scene with, with Kofi. But it also elevates the talent around them. Heavy Machinery, if they do this right, are going to feel so much bigger mm-hmm. than than any other feud that, like a feud with the Hardys, would ever do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, it's yeah, it's a shame to say Jeff's injury has probably really helped SmackDown's tag division with this idea. But at least it gives us a Matt Hardy versus Lars Sullivan feud. It's him. It's him. Uh, just one more thing before we get to the s- super chats. I'm just. I, I got curious about Rowan's place in tag team history in uh, WWE. I suppose he's he won the tag belts with Harper. Oh, uh, with sorry, yes, with Harper. With last Harper year, last year uh, as the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, did now they win he's them won as the Wyatts. No, well, no, they didn't. So he's a three-time tag team champion. One of those is in the NXT with uh, Luke with, Harper, with Harper yeah. as the Wyatt family. Yeah, on SmackDown last year as the Bludgeon Brothers. With, with Luke Harper. Yep. And now with this new act with Daniel. So he's in three separate acts and, and gimmicks. Brian, has... Brian was part of the Wyatt family at one point as well. So maybe there's a connection there. I just feel like they obviously know Rowan's the tag team guy. <laughs> he's the guy we can hide in tag yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's, Rowan really reminds me. Uh, I was listening to um, something to wrestle today and they were talking about it's the latest episode on JBL. And there's a period where they're talking about the 2005 roster and they're talking about their push of Luther Reigns. And yeah, can't, and, and like Pritchard's going like, oh, you know, he, he was a big bastard, so you got to push him. But unfortunately, that bell had to ring. But we were like, they were just really starved of talent <clears throat> at that time. And all I'm thinking of is like, the wrestling scene in 2005 was absolutely stacked with amazing talent. But you just kept picking these big lumbering doofuses because they were tall. Unbreakable 2005 was the yeah, pinnacle exactly. of TNA. AJ versus Samoa Joe yeah. versus Christopher Daniels. But, and it took them 15 years to be like, oh, maybe we should hire these people. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well... We'll see. We'll look into it. But thank you very much for your generous s- super chats. Mm, very generous. Yeah. Uh, but we will get out of here with our Patreon shout-outs. There's no 2K19 today because uh, L- Laurie and Simon are off on a top-secret mission. Absolutely. But thank you to Kratos' forgotten son, Wee. Chris Patrol. Yes. Whoa. Lovely stuff. WrestleTalk's personal ring announcer, Rodrigo Benitez. Whoa. Yes. Uh, expect a fight. That's it. It's just it. That's, That's yes. what it is. Woo. I will. The star athlete, Lendl Brenson. Woo. Woo. Yes. Harder than its bite, Sean Barksdale. Nice. Woo. Woo. Yep. Woo. 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 Asker's future husband and EOF one-man wrecking crew, Skin Trade. Still weird. <laughs> You'll never get this name. This I didn't. I this said <laughs> the wrong part. You'll never get this name right, you idiot. Matthew... Jimjuski. Oh, good. Good effort. Go with that one. Brett the Hitman, Matthew Williams. Yeah. yeah. Killer Chris Phillips. Oh, Woo. yes. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. It was the first event. He's a sexy man. No, not a Nanju Gross, man. Oh, yeah. nice. I like it. Switchblade, Courtney Summers. <laughs> she changed their name again. 
No, no, she's been switched by for a while. Oh, has she? Yeah. So she always like it's either the villain Courtney yeah, Summers or who's who's Courtney's favorite wrestler this month. Yeah, that's good. Uh, dot 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 dive. Dylan Cachetta. Nice. Woo. Yes. They drew first blood. Not me. Grace Rambo. Whoa. And lastly, and you sold out, Jay Sellers. Oh Woo. no, you didn't. You Dude. bought in. Thank you very much, everyone. Dick, dick, uh, let's have some su- su- super chats from Randy and yes. Speaking of big guys back then, you see Matt Morgan has just become the mayor yes. of uh, pl- t- I t- a I town tell you what, the, in the funniest Florida. thing about that is, well, I say it's the funniest thing, but someone posted up a Twitter image of that being like, you know, former WWE superstar. And I just looked at it and was like, who? I genuinely could still not, got the big beard. I couldn't. What if it was? If he had the beard, I probably could have recognized mm. him. But I was like, look at. I was like, I have no idea who this is. Thing was, I used to love uh, the blueprint, Matt Morgan. If I just oh, so, hello Jim. <laughs> if I just written Matt Morgan becomes mayor, they're gone. Oh, <laughs> is he a wrestler? Uh, anyway, Benny Sato started hey. our super chats, and this is a recurring theme in this super chat. Uh, he wants Randy Andy Danson merch. We'll look into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that means they won't. Uh, I, I did a survey when I was manning the live chats once. I was like, genuine question. Who would actually buy Randy Andy that some merch? And one person <laughs> said, I would. Was it yeah. Billy Sato? Uh, yeah, it, was, it was me. But, <laughs> may- <laughs> but maybe maybe you've got a more over since then. Yeah. yeah. You are I mean, over. You don't, according to this, you don't need to be like, buy like five T-shirts just mm. to appease people. Um, small, af- sorry, uh, small Afro Games says... Jaren Walker. Cancelling out the guy that wants Randy Andy Datsun merch. Uh, thank <laughs> you to him. Uh, Sean Turner, <laughs> Ollie's favourite uh, Bailey Sting oh, idea. God. <laughs> Idea, instead of Bailey Sting, make her the female Roman, sorry, Charlotte Flair, make her dull and boring, then bury her, and then make her the female Naito. And I'm, I'm more on board with the Sting idea. I think the Sting idea, you're, ne- you're never going to top that one, I'm afraid. I think that's, that's too good of an idea. Who looks at Bailey and thinks Naito? <laughs> <laughs> Very I just... similar people. Naito, even as a baby face, they were very like. If you're, but she can if have you're all thinking, of her flapping wavy tube and doing that, like doing the, the Naito pose. If you're because th- Naito was a baby face for a long time, it didn't work, and he turned heel and he became this excellent tweener. Uh, but I guess you're thinking because Bailey was such an uber baby face for a long time, maybe that's a. They were different kinds of baby faces. Yeah, I just I don't understand <laughs> you. <laughs> I, well, I like the sting idea at the very wasn't least. That, wasn't that Bailey in the film last night kicking? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his face off the uh, off the steel cage? Jimmy King. Jimmy King. No, he was, yeah. he was kicking Diamond. He was kicking Diamond yeah, sure. Page off the top of the cage. Jimmy King's. Was it all right with me or whatever? It was uh, yeah, yeah. Benny, <laughs> Benny Sato back in with cancelling out the cancel for Andy Andy <laughs> oh, Datsun merch. Oh. So we're at a plus one. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. Although we'll be at a plus two in a minute. <laughs> but it's only one guy still. Yeah. He's not going to buy two T-shirts. He might. He bought that belt. And I do want to say as well that Jaron Walker is the guy who emailed in yesterday to defend the Big Bang Theory. So that's true. Oh, that doesn't yeah. really count. So I think yeah, I still maybe, think maybe, maybe actually he's two up. Uh, Joseph Bujold, Bujold, possibly. Uh, no message. He, I think he, yeah, he does message later on, uh, but we will get to that. So thank you for your little donation there. Thank you. Uh, Tomo, Tomo says we want Randy Datsun merch. Oh. All right. Okay. If, just open up a little Google Doc or something and keep a tally and, and names, and we will pester them. 
Um, it's all well and good saying you'll do it here, but when it comes to buying a T-shirt, yeah. Adam Pearson. Yes. Um, oh, We're cheering because we met him last night, by he the did, way. Yeah, he was at the uh, Prince Charles Cinema show where we did Ready to Rumble. Uh, who would you cast in Ready to Rumble 2? Hmm. Mm. As the main... Well, you'd kind of want to have you need a fi- a the same character. people. Yeah, you want I'd want f- to continue the King legacy. Well, I mean, maybe you want to do it like the, the David Arquette story of how he tagged with Jimmy King throughout the 2000s, but then, unfortunately, <coughs> you know, the drugs got the better of him, the drink got the mm. better of him, and now he's on his resurgence through the independent scene, just like David Arquette is in IRL. Trying to join all, all Elite Wrestling. <laughs> uh, I don't know. God, yeah. what a question. It's just so depressing, because I love all the WCW guys in that film. Mm. And you need... If there was a wrestling company that would do Ready to Rumble 2, it would be All Elite. Yeah. I mean, let's be... Like, the Young or Bucks, DDT. Well, yeah. I mean, the Young Bucks have signed a deal with LJN because they used to make the old WWF toys. And they're like, well, we liked them as kids. Mm. Make toys of <laughs> us now. Uh, do some domino. Uh, Vasionry says, do you think WWE is worried about Money in the Bank going head-to-head with Game of Thrones series finale? Or do they not care about viewership, viewership anymore? Game of Thrones is not hasn't been very well received this week, so maybe they won't care. I'm watching it tonight. I think Game of Thrones is more well received than WWE programming generally. I don't watch Game of Thrones, even I know that. <laughs> yes, uh, I. I mean, it's an on-demand thing. The the network. I think that's more than what they're probably relying on is less people mm. watching it live and more people just watching it on catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saul Garcia, no message, nice little donation. Thank you, Saul. Very much. Uh, Golden Arm seventy eight says, "What happened to Sonia and Mandy's sick tag name?" Oh that? yeah, Fire and Desire. Uh, yeah, was that I'll, a sick tag name? I'll be honest. I at one point thought they'd lost their names because, like the tag, like the graphic just said Carmella and Ember versus Sonia and Mandy, and I was like, they've taken away all the surnames. Oh, this is very, very bad. And then, thankfully, they're all introduced with their proper names. I actually almost like breathed a sigh of relief. Me like, that could have been dreadful. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Mandy and Sonia. We'll come to it later. Well, yeah, we'll get onto that because I've got a theory. Mm, I've got theories. Uh... Joseph Beyold is from his earlier, so he has uh, sent his message saying, Randy Andy Natson merch. By the way, love you guys. Super click. Super click party. Four. Mm. Three. Three? Uh, well, it... Yeah, it's three. Tomo, well, Benny Sato, and this lad. Benny okay. said twice. The no, 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 it's three. I want it. <laughs> um, Happy Anderson says, WE asked you to create a new rule. What's your rule? What are the rules? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good rule. A I mean, a good question. Um, oh, um, uh, automatic rematches. You want <laughs> no, the automatic rematches back? I'm joking. They're My antiquated. Huh. Uh, oh. I would say... Ooh, sorry, yeah. Pete's just sent me a very interesting message. Uh, might be worth mentioning to Ollie and Luke once is a good time. ITV box office are hosting Double or Nothing. Wow! The pre-show really? is airing for free on ITV4 as well. No way! That's fascinating. That is interesting. Um, ITV is the sort of second largest nationally available TV channel in the US. Yeah, that's sorry, in the UK. In the UK, because that's on Freeview as well, isn't it? So it's basically ITV4 it's ITM. Is, yeah. yeah. So. so yeah, so basically anyone with a TV in the UK gets gets ITV4. Yeah, you've got BBC One and then you've got ITV, but ITV4 is like a a, a sub channel. A sub channel, but yeah, them carrying because ITV are trying to get into boxing a lot more. They've signed a lot of, they've done a lot of deals with boxing 
uh, promoters and stuff. And they're really trying to build up their box office side, which is weird. You know, if, if you look at what's going on in the US where they're traditionally moving away from pay-per-views. Uh-huh. Interesting. That's really interesting. That's very interesting. Anyway, so yeah, what's, the, what's your new rule? Um, oh, um, yeah, good question. This is, okay, this is a tiny one that you have to have your hand on the turnbuckle for tag matches. Well, rather than grab the, the rope. Rather, I just feel like there's the, the string always bugs me because why would you not just grab the string at the very end and you can get closer for a tag? Whereas at least everyone knows the hand has to be on the top of the top turnbuckle. That's how, when I, when I first watched wrestling, that's how it was. And then they changed it sometime in the mid-noughties. And you could, you know, bah, mm. bah, bah. I don't know. I need to give that some thoughts mm, on what I my rule would be. Uh, Darth Ridiculous uh, has no message, but nice donation. Thank you, Darth. Darth. Uh, DBZ or DBZ, if you're English. Uh, psychologist says, have you seen me missing Buddy Murphy? Someone offer a reward for mm. information on his whereabouts. He was technically on TV last night. Um, they filmed two segments during the commercial breaks with the Iconics coming out to cut a promo. Right. And Buddy Murphy. It's mm. an Australian thing. Yeah, he came out to um, start a feud with Mustafa Ali. Cool. Great. Which is weird because I felt like Mustafa Ali was starting a feud with Randy Orton on this show, but apparently Buddy Murphy is starting a feud with him. So that And, and they're going to build that on the YouTube channel or is that going to be dropped into next week's pre-taped shows? It could end up... I have no idea. It could... Um, I don't think that would work. Yeah, I, I don't know. They were just WWE.com exclusive videos. But Buddy Murphy came out and cut a promo being like, you know, a lot of you guys don't know me, but I've been killing the Cruiserweight division for the last year, including hmm. Ali. And so I'm going to do that again on SmackDown Live um, and show you that I should be in Money in the Bank. And, well, you know, because he's not going to win Money in the Bank. And I'm the best kept secret. Interesting. Solid promo. Just weird to have that in the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Ali, uh, Danny DeVito says... Andrade versus Ali for a full name on a pole match. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say to Danny DeVito as well that your cameo in Friends was one of my all-time favourites. Oh, was the stripper? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Great episode. Uh, Tomo, Tomo says, I would prefer the new tag champs being Robert Roode and his sexy moustache. Love you all, especially you, Randy. Kiss face, kiss face. Can I, um, I just want to, um, I mean, this is not going to be uh, anything negatory towards Randy Datsun. Negatory. Negatory. But um, I do want to bring up, just to be you known for all these super Randy fans here, that uh, during a cinema oh, screen no, I was yesterday, waiting for this. Yeah. Randy took it upon himself to lean backwards to the row behind him, four, rows, four seats across, and talk to someone about football scores, which then led the person who was sat next to, myself and Ollie, to check his phone. And then he checked his phone throughout the movie <laughs> because the pair of them were just looking at their phones throughout the movie with the big glaring screens. Any football fan would appreciate the fact that... So... Touchdown. Quick, I'll do this very quickly. My team was down 3-0 from the first leg. And, so, and no one thought there was any chance of them winning. But they won 4-0 against Barcelona, who are widely regarded as the best team, or probably the best team of all time. Uh, so for to do, them to do that is almost a miracle, which is why we're getting excited. But Randy, you'd have found that out after the film when you put, turned your phone back on. Matthew of Botchamania told you to turn your phone off in the intro of the film. I know, but he's northern. Uh, Benny's... <laughs> like, so are the team you support, you div. 
Um, Benny Sato is back in with ooh Andy merch. Um, Still only one person. <laughs> I know, and it gets like that. Tom does another one later. Uh, Edin Ole says there were six guys from Raw and SmackDown. Five of you include the Usos as one wild card rule. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what. Like, so I, I wasn't sure if the Usos counted as one. They must count as one. One guy. Yeah, because then the Miz would have made four. No, but the Miz was ran in. Like he wasn't a he wasn't a wild card oh, was move. He, was he not? He was just attacking Shane oh. McMahon. There is a there is a logic to it. There is. So who was the fourth then? Well, you don't need. It said a capped uh, uh, at four. Oh, a capped at four. Yeah. I see. Okay. Uh, Dustin Pylon or Pylon possibly. Uh, is Ali wins at Money in the Bank, cashes in in advance for SummerSlam. Ali beats Coffee. And Coffee in- endorses him as the next SmackDown top babyface. Thoughts? No, it's nah. Andrade. I-, I think Ali, of all the people in that match, stands the least chance of winning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's him then Ricochet. The favourites are Drew and Andrade, I think, at the moment. Aaron, yeah. uh, come on, Corpse. Come on, Corpse. John Inoazzo says, Hey, guys, do you think WWE have any plans for Amistad Black, or is he just going to cut promos? <laughs> Keep doing great work, you guys. Yeah, I said this in my review, that I- I'm quite foolishly putting faith in WWE that they have something lined up for Amistad Black, that this will eventually turn into something but no 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 no. they don't uh, it's, it's a placeholder he yes. wasn't meant to be here he was meant to be with Ricochet they screwed up the superstar shakeup. they had to move him a- across to Smackdown back with his wife which in turn you didn't actually really need to do because you could just hop between brands now exactly. anyway exactly so they don't have plans for him they're just this is my belief they're just doing these segments until money in the bank's out the way and then they'll have something for him. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm hoping that they. But have this is not like... part of something. Oh well, no. At least they're keeping a plate spinning. Unfortunately, it's just that plate promos. is mysterious. Yeah, spooky promos. Speaking of which, you see, um, you know, we talked about last week, Bunny Murphy and Alexa Bliss have now apparently broken up. Yeah. I did. Someone sent me this on Twitter today, mm. saying that apparently they've split. Mm. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, Alexa. Um, if Vince gave up man. control of. Yeah, she's she's okay too. Uh, if Vince McMahon gave up control of WWE next month and Hunter and Stephanie took over, who would be the biggest stars on the main roster this time next year? The same people we have as stars now. Okay. Tomo. <laughs> uh, Tomo. <laughs> says, oh, I keep glitching. Uh, I agree with Benny Sato. <laughs> we went Randy, Andy, that. Andy, Andy, Pandy, Dandy, Fandy, people. <laughs> I know. Saul Garcia says, Brian and Rowan, Team Planet. Yes. Captain, the Planet is. I've been thinking about Captain Planet a lot recently. Talking Simpsons on their um, Patreon uh, feed released uh, a review of Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Mm. So I have spent the last week just walking around my house, around the office, around this studio, humming the theme tune and singing it. And just like, because it's a great, it's, it's the end credit song, but it is good. How's it going? Captain Planet, he's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. It's great. Um, Spying on the planet side. Benny Sato. Mm-hmm. $25 to say, here's my down payment for that shirt. Well, you've got to pay another $20. That's not how, it works. <laughs> that's how, it, that's not how that works, mate. Um, Daniel V says, AOP can feud with Brian and Rowan after Heavy Machinery because Acom is back any second. Ah, yeah, AOP. Keep forgetting about but them. But they're heels. Uh, mm. They could be badass. Badass baby faces. Those are good, yeah. Um, Harry Iverson says, "Is he a pledge hammer?" I think he, he is. is. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. First time I've been able to watch yous live. Uh, keep up the amazing work. Love from the bus driver to the stars. Yeah. Oh, from oh this is yeah. yeah. That's where we recognise yeah. the name from. Yeah. Um, Ollie three one hundred, or possibly. Th- 
3,100. Uh, does the W ratings downfall scare you that it will affect your wrestle ramble viewership as some people slowly lose interest in wrestling? We have yeah. actually, we've said before that we've noticed there is a trend when ratings, like if ratings are down on a week of Raw or SmackDown, there's less people watching the Ramble as well. It makes sense. It makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, the, the most popular part of the year is, is the road to WrestleMania. Yep. That's where we get the most views. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, we, we follow the overall interest in, in the industry, uh, which is why we're so hopeful that there will be another company <laughs> that we don't have to, you know, hook all our hopes to. Exactly, yeah. This is why uh, we don't like review uh, companies that get like, you know, 8,000 views mm. a, a week because there's probably even, it's probably even less people interested in watching us talk about it. Uh, how many more do we want? How many have you got? Loads. Uh, let's let's give five more. Okay. Uh, we've got Bigham Steve saying, Hello, Swaff Nation. I will buy Randy Datsun merch. We've That's got four. Uh, John Inuatso saying, Put me down for some merch. Oh, God. Uh, I'll get, try to get all these This is the your fault. Uh, Elizabeth Mazora wants Andy Dats, Randy Datsun merch. <laughs> Andy's Forgotten Son. Please buy Andy merch. Seven. Um, well, he said, Please buy Andy merch. Uh, I don't think I say he's going to buy some. Uh, 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 um. Are you just scrolling through to find these ones? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get them out of the way. Uh, Shaded Bear says we deserve some Mr. Datsun merch. Eight. Uh, and then I will do some proper ones now because that was that's it. Um, it's impressive though. Yeah. Uh, Lorand- that's 160 quid. Yeah. yeah. Lorandum David. It's more than I've ever had in my life. Um, says nothing but a nice little donation. Thank you very much. Uh, Justin Adelheit says Brian and Rowan Corgan Meek from Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is good. That is good. I'm not sure Rowan's got the comedic chops of Taika Waititi no. though. Um, <laughs> Jean-Luc Urquhart says, "Just want to say I love all the great content you put out. Much love from the uh, shadows of New York City, I guess. So I'm surprised he's from New Jersey. You're from New Jersey, absolutely. New York um, area. New York area. New which Jersey. you thought was in Ready to Rumble, but it, it was... said New York Arena. Yeah. And I genuinely thought it said New York area. <laughs> I laughed." Said that to you and was like, oh no, it says arena. Yeah. It's also funny as well because it's, it's Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And that's quite famously a building that WCW didn't run. Mm. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, who wants another Bailey theory? Oh, uh, Christ. Mr. Michael Lord 2011 says, thoughts on Bailey joining the Firefly Funhouse as the that, witch? That is, I'd say. She could be the bunny because she likes hugging. Mm, I think that's worse than putting Nikki Cross in there and Eric Young. And that's actually among that's that's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. I don't know the uh, what was it yesterday? Who who was it? The so Undertaker. Bailey was Sting, <laughs> and Ember Moon was, was going to be the Undertaker. Undertaker. Oh no, it was Rhea Ripley was going to be the Undertaker. Rhea Ripley was going to. That's I, the worst idea. No, I, I think uh, no, I'd, I'd say Bailey and Firefly Funhouse is worse than that one. Oh, no, Undertaker Rhea Ripley is. So is general consensus is that we think it's a great idea. Uh, Gabriel Gabriel Reyes says, JBL? "Have you seen the Greg Hamilton mockumentary?" No, I've heard it's really good and funny. Yeah, I've heard it's funny. Well, as what's well. Uh, what's the the gimmick? I didn't know. Oh, no, no I'll yeah. watch it after this. Yeah. I, I love Greg Hamilton. I think it's um, great. Should we do Great Hamilton? One more. One more, please. Uh, Bradley the Wolf says, "Do you guys feel the SmackDown roster is stacked with a good amount of heels, or do you feel the roster is balanced out with just enough baby faces?" I think you. Uh, it was weird. A few weeks ago, they had too many faces, mm. but yeah, they've they turned Owens. Brian's back, and now it's it's actually quite quite nice yeah I think Brian being away from Smackdown for those sort of three four weeks actually showed you how important he was to mm-hmm. that brand and how kind of integral he was 
And as much as we were saying the Jeff Hardy injury is almost like a blessing in disguise for the tag team division, it's also a bit of a, you know, Daniel Bryan being mysteriously away. It's also because he was meant to be the challenger at Money in the Bank. So if you'd have had that and Jeff go out, you probably would have had Nakamura and Rusev with the belts. Yeah, yeah. Which again wouldn't have been the worst thing, but it's just, I think this has kind of revitalized that tag team division while Kofi is still feeling on top of everything with the WWE Championship. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Let's get on with the full show. Uh, it kicked off with AJ Styles making his triumphant return to SmackDown after weeks. Three of them. Weeks not there. He and came out and he's like, oh, I've, I've missed SmackDown. I was like, mate, you've barely been gone. It was funny. Uh, and then he said, because he's talking about the wild card rule, and he says, if you're big enough and fast enough, you can crash another brand. And I'm just like, I'm more confused now. <laughs> Who's making the decisions for the wild card transitions? It's now a race. Well, I do they all do the yeah. raw rosters start behind a line, and the person who gets to the other side of the room with the sign up sheet first, they get to go across. I um I got slightly concerned as well because when AJ was coming out, Tom Phillips said a limited number of stars can jump between shows, and I was like, oh god, they changed their mind already. And that's that because that by saying a limited number sounds very, very vague that they could just make it up as as yes. you know, as they go. But then AJ does say it is four people. I th- I think limited is going to be the the verbiage used on the WWE.com article attempting to explain this. It does say a limited number, which was initially capped at three, but now has been expanded <laughs> to four after Lars Sullivan said this. Any superstars that you know, turn up without being part of it, get a fine or even fired. Oh. Does, does that mean that Miz gets fined or possibly fired? Well, but by that rules, yes. Mm. But then so should Elias. Yeah. Uh, so but but, but we'll I suppose he's, ta- he's buddies with Shane, so maybe yeah. that's how he gets out of that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. If you notice, there are other bit of verbiage that they're um, enjoying. Well, I, I say enjoying, but they were hammering home today on um, SmackDown, rather, is that money in the bank only happens once a year. That was that they they it felt like every oh, promo Shane about money in the that, bank yeah. was that that it only happens once a year as probably a way to be like hey this only happens once a year you better watch these shows better tell your friends to tune in because it, it only happens once a year genius uh, but I'd like having AJ there and then Sami Zayn came out he's the second person who raced across the room quick enough uh, this this wait despite being killed murdered by Braun Strowman the previous night he came back from Junkion. The, the, the only thing he was selling was his body odour. And, and he wasn't even selling that. AJ yeah. Styles was selling that for him. I just thought, what's... Raw... Yeah. Well, this is why I like SmackDown. Mm. You kind of said that, you know, Raw gets all the flack because it's always the first show of the week, so all the bad ideas happen on Raw. <laughs> and then they just sort of, like, SmackDown goes like, uh, let's sort of piece this together. So all SmackDown then does is like, do you know what? Let's just have a show. Let's not do anything silly. We'll just have some matches. And we'll just go out there, have these matches, and we'll look ahead to next week. See what Raw does then, and we'll just try and work around that for, for SmackDown next week. Raw just isn't the bar. No, no, it sets the low bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they... SmackDown quite easily just tiptoes over it. <laughs> with with uh, Sami Zayn out there and AJ, and then Kofi came out with Xavier, Kofi cut an amazing promo. It was good. And then he squared up to AJ... And looked legit badass. Yeah. Like he was, uh, he said, what was it? He said, what are you going to do about it to AJ? 
And I, I completely bought into Kofi as this guy who could beat Styles. And Styles has been so well protected over the last three yeah, years. Yeah, totally. And it's a testament to, you know, with all the critiques of WWE that we've done, the Kofi booking since Mania, because, you know, they had the weird Vince stuff and it was a bit out of order with the infinite amount of the gauntlet of gauntlet matches. Yeah. That Ever since then, they haven't put a foot wrong, apart from the Kofi, Seth Rollins thing. But apart from that, yeah. they've been putting them over strong. They've they've stepped away from the you're a B plus player thing, and Sami Zayn started here saying it's these fans that are the problem. You know, you feel like you have to give them a title shot all the time because they're so needy, but you don't. I was really worried Sami was going to say no one buys into you as a champion, yeah, because that's not what you want after he beat Brian clean the previous night. Yeah, totally. Uh, so I yeah, and Kofi is rising to the occasion. It just makes you think. If you did this with every guy on the roster, treated them to the full extent of their capabilities, you wouldn't have to have the wild card rule because you would have rosters deep full of stars. Well, yeah, we'll come on to that with the Roman video later on as well. When that Roman video played, I was like, why aren't these? Vi- why don't these videos exist for more people? Mm. Because this, like that, oh, well, we'll, we'll come on to it. But that yeah. video made him look like an absolute megastar. Yeah. Uh, Owens cut a cell phone promo. It's his birthday, so he essentially um, guaranteed himself to be in the main event by saying he's not going to be there. Um, and they announced the triple threats for the main event of AJ versus Sammy versus Kofi for the WWE Championship. Second night in a row that uh, Kofi was defending his title. What a match. What a match. Like, that's a, that's a mouth-watering main event I personally want to stick around for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and speaking of mouth-watering matches, Ali versus Andrade was advertised next. Sadly, we didn't get it. The ad, the ad break got it. I, I put the, my first uh, line, this match is tasty. Yes. Uh, I, I don't mind us not getting this match, though. Yeah? Yeah, well, it's the, it went in the shrink screen. There was the shrink screen ad break thing. And we came back, and it was immediately Randy Orton RKO in uh, Andrade. But then Ali fought Randy yeah. off, and there was a bit of a scuffle. But Randy stood tall at the end. This was a really effective build to their pay-per-view match. Two weeks away. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, match, yeah. I, yeah. I don't want... The Ali Andrade match should be built up bigger. So this is... Yeah. I'm totally yeah. fine with this. It's perfectly fine TV angle. I just... I'm always going to be on the negative side of putting on a match and then just having an ad break and then a ma- the match not paying off. Because then you, you watch all the entrances... And then the entrances don't really lead to anything because then a match just ends. And I think that, for me then, that's a waste of time. It makes me want to... It was an angle. It wasn't a match. It makes me want to see them go at it properly. And it's not like... If this show was starved of wrestling and it was just all promo heavy, I'd agree with you. But we got the tag match and the main match. And I would agree with you had it not been for the ad break. If this match... Mm. If they'd have started and then instantly Randy Orton RKO'd people and you're like, okay, well, this is an angle. But this actually was a match that we just didn't get to see. And for me, that's not like, that's not teasing it. That's not like, ah, oh, if you bet, if you get the pay-per-view, you'll actually get to see it. This is just like, no, we just put all the wrestling in ad breaks. No, I, 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 didn't. I wasn't keen on it. So um, come on then, this Reigns video package. Yeah, so they, they recap the Roman versus Drew match from Monday. And then they play, oh, actually, the other thing we didn't talk about was the Ali promo that he cut beforehand. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, he had this promo and it was like nothing else. That's in WWE, and it looked really, really cool. I think Ali's got... He has that quite a bit with his promo packages. Well, the cinematography was very nice. It was uh, a shallow depth of field where yeah. he was in focus, but the background wasn't... It wasn't backstage. It was like... It seemed to be, like, round the back of a house. Uh, there was this light, and he kept on talking about the light. That's, it's the sun. 
That wasn't the sun. I believe it was the sun. No, you couldn't film the sun directly. It and like it would completely he was out, he was outside, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought it was yeah, at night and I, that was just a light. I thought he was po- I thought he was pointing something else. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I was looking at it Correct. wrong. Yeah. Randy, what do you think? About what? Sorry, I was <laughs> I was responding to a fan. Uh the the Mustafa Ali promo. Mm-hmm. Uh the the light he was pointing to was an electric light outside a house, not the sun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. An actual idiot. Yeah, I don't think you can film the sun no, and no, get everything I didn't else. Get it. I, thought it was, I thought it was clever. Um, but anyway, we've got I'll, this... Uh, ro- watch We've got this uh, Roman Reigns video package recapping his career. Going like from FCW through mm. to NXT, through to The Shield, him winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, winning the Universal Championship at SummerSlam with some lovely crowd sweetening to make it look like those were things that people wanted to happen at the time. Yeah, it was like 2012, 20, like showing his year highlight for each year. And I was like, oh, wow, The Shield this mm. this 2015 royal rumble win i was like i don't remember it that way <laughs> and that's when i started to sit back and you know yeah the undertaker thing I was yeah like, yeah and but you know even when wwe is at its creative low and this is a low ebb it's not the lowest but it is a low ebb it is uh you can always rely on wwe video packages to be awesome mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. was an awesome video yeah. package and it made Roman feel like the biggest star on the entire planet. And that's the other reason we didn't talk about this yesterday with the, um, uh, the this whole wildcard thing. Apparently, USA Network were very upset that Raw's ratings are tanking and they've just given away Roman Reigns effectively to Fox because, yeah, you know, I mean, they're like, he's the only star you have because he's the only star you've built for the last five years. Um, and this to me was just like, if you put this much effort into video packages for Andrade, video packages for Ali, video packages for loads of guys, Cesaro, any of these guys on the rosters, just focus on all of their big accomplishments and sweep away all the rubbish stuff. Like this video package didn't have him facing up against Sheamus in the League of Dorks with Vince McMahon, a few that no one cared about and no one liked. It just focused on the good stuff, Mm. quote unquote good stuff, and put a nice positive spin on that to make it sound even better. It would make wrestlers feel like actual stars and at at this point roman is the only one who is a star people are pushed and well protected but roman in this video package was a star yeah mega star yeah i agree it's it it was a fantastic video package i it just made me think man i wish they just didn't have that pre-wrestlemania bit i wish he came back said i'm in remission y'all and big pop but then, yeah, I've said it before, you don't see him again until he comes out on SmackDown post-WrestleMania. That would have been great. And then you can think how much more momentum he would have right now. with This This is the sort of video package you play when he's back with all the momentum, punching Vince yeah. in the face on the night the he first, comes back. Yeah, the first thing he does when he comes back, yeah. But but instead, we you know we had that Drew McIntyre feud. He was worked over for about five hours in total, mm-hmm. TV time. He wasn't on every week. But, yeah, now, I, yeah, I... I, I if if they didn't have that pre-WrestleMania lull of Reigns, he would be on fire right now. Whereas I do feel like he's it's more flattened out, the crowd mm-hmm. reaction to him. But if they keep doing this sort of stuff, uh, it should build back up nicely. Absolutely, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, then we've got the Shane McMahon segment with the, uh, the tag titles. You all right there, mate? Shane was on... I felt like Shane was on this show for four hours, and it was a two-hour-long show. Yeah, he did have... Because he had two segments back-to-back. And he was out there for the tag match. Yeah. 
So he introduced the tag mat, the, the, the sort of tag title stuff. He was out there for it. And then afterwards... Can I just... There's something I wanted to point out, though, from that segment, where he brings out Daniel Bryan and Rowan, um, and then the Usos come out, and Shane says, and I quote, what are you doing here? You're from Monday Night Raw. I'm like, mate, we all know about the wildcard. Surely you know about the wildcard, <laughs> Shane. They, uh, they even... They actually answered him and said, well, uh, you know, Roman says we can turn up in his yard whenever they like. And I was like, why are you saying that? When you've got the wild card excuse now. Well, maybe they're not part of the wild card. But but then they said, and now there's this wild card rule. <laughs> like, well, that, but now you've confused me more. Is it who you know? Or is it AJ Styles running across the room really fast to sign up? Who knows? And I, I've always argued this about TV shows I and movies. I don't mind when TV shows or movies don't fill in all the gaps. And they leave it up to your own devices, like, hey, you know, we, we're going to paint the picture, you colour it how you, you want. You allude. You allude to it, yeah. And you kind of set things up and you're like, if you look out for these certain things, you'll find all the clues and you'll find the answer. I don't mind that so long as the filmmakers know the answer. I don't like that when they do it, but the filmmaker doesn't know the answer and is just doing it because they don't know. Lost, for example, I was just thinking Lost yeah. is the perfect example of a show that was just making it up as they went along, but pretended like they knew when clearly they didn't, because the first like they did at the end exactly what everyone thought from the start, but they said no, that is something way better than that, mm. something way bigger than that. If you don't know what the answer is, it just falls apart, and that's exactly what happened with Lost. Uh, in in all of this, actually, before we get on to more shame, we had Finn Balor back home. Yep, and he was—he was like having a lovely little time on a windy beach. Yep, couldn't see all the Legos. <laughs> Legos, uh, but he said he's got Just something. Lego, please. We're British. Extraordinary planned for Money in the Bank. Yeah, oh, he's smiling in this promo. He sounded—he uh, did like the sound of being Finn Two Belts, <sighs> which I thought was cute. But I did forget he was the Intercontinental Champion. Balor Two Belts. Is it Balor Two Belts? Well, no, no. He said Finn Two Belts. But Balor Two Belts. Balor Two Belts is an actual. Chant though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Balor two belts. Yeah. Becky two belts. When you're right, you're right. Uh, then we got right the, the tag match, the same Firefly Funhouse promo as we got on Raw, where Rambling Rabbit was eaten, and then more Shane promo where uh, he starts talking about the ladder match, how it's the one time a year where you get Money in the Bank. He's got the briefcases behind him. He was going to make an announcement about Money in the Bank. But didn't then get to make that announcement because Miz came out to a- attack him. He jumped the guardrail. Mm. And then they fought up the ramp. Yeah. But then the beating. The Miz Taraj attacked their former leader. <gasps> I know, right? The mega powers exploding all over again. I, that was just a throwaway line on, on commentary. Yeah. That was, that, that, there was meat there. That they could have they really gone into that if they develop that feud more. Do you remember when they thought the Miz Taraj was going to be a big enough act to face up as the shield? They were like, no, they're not. Better put the bar in there as well. Better put oh, everyone no, no, in there. No, they're not big enough either. Better put Kane in there. He's not big enough either. Better put Strowman in there. Put everyone in there. Um, yeah, Miz fought them off and then Shane laid him out with a chair. Again, like I said with Raw, I, I like it because it's putting over the idea that once Shane is inside the steel cage, he's not going to have these options. He can't run away. He's not going to have the chair weapon with him and he's not going to be able to have uh, the B team help him out. Mm. So it's just Shane stuck inside the steel cage with Miz. So I think this is effective. Yes. Uh, my problem is Shane has become Baron Corbin. 
He's Baron Corbin levels to me. Really? Yeah, he always was. I never really enjoyed Shane's and his comeback because I don't think he's a good promo or a good wrestler. Mount Rushmore? No, no, sorry. Mount Rushmore. Uh, and he's the, it's, the, uh, it's so it's so difficult to get wrong. I actually got it right. Uh, it's just like just like Baron Corbin. They would be fine if they were booked to the level their talents deserve. But Shane is booked as a legit badass when that was never his character. He was always the untrained underdog. But he, he might be able to prove himself because he was he took so many risks. But now he's like, no, he's, a, he's the best in the world MMA tough guy. Yeah. So it really puts me off. And I don't think he's an engaging screen presence or anything like that. And yeah, he's, he's everywhere. He's massively overexposed. McMahon's equal ratings. He d- well, they don't. <laughs> he, well, here's the problem, though. Is he did put butts in seats when he came back for WrestleMania a few years ago. When he was announced with the card, there was a bump in ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Problem was, that was a few years ago. Yeah. I don't think he has that same effect now. I totally agree. Uh, the Then we got Brian and Rome walking past heavy machinery. They said they're going to fix the titles uh-huh. as well. So get some new belts in there, which is good because those belts are <laughs> hideous. Uh, they WWE's tag team titles are, I would say, the worst championship belts in WWE yeah, history. Consistently, the the penny belts they're gross. They look like crap. Well, they've never looked very good. I don't think. When was the last tag belt that looked good? Probably like the old Attitude Era ones. I really like those ones. Actually, in the, the the ones during the Ruthless Aggression Era were quite nice as well. They actually <laughs> look like championship belts. These look like these are awful. Well, the next up, we got Mandy Rose and or Mandy and Sonya yep. versus Ember and Carmella. This uh, was not the originally advertised match. Was it not? No, over the weekend they announced it was going to be a six-woman with Bailey and Charlotte in there as well. Which yeah. would make more sense because Bailey, this this was all this was three of the women in the Money in the Bank match for SmackDown and Sonya Deville. Yeah, and Money in the Bank wasn't the purpose of this match. It was to set up a tag match with yeah. Asuka and Kyrie. It's Sane. to further the feud between. Absolution and Kairi Sane and Asuka, which is weird because Kairi Sane and Asuka are in their own feud with the Iconics. Mm-hmm. This is I, this women's division is very very weird at the moment. It's just like the, all the important stuff is playing a backdrop to this feud that possibly only Paige could care about. Isn't it funny? You say weird, I'd say bad. Isn't it funny how quickly the women's division got bad as soon as Ronda left? Well, do you know what the theory is? People, uh, the, the online speculation is that it's Pritchard. It's as soon as Pritchard has come back, women are getting less TV time. They're getting less match time as well. Getting sub one minute matches, mm-hmm. going less than five minutes. Um, I, I wonder if it's, you know, causation correlation. But yeah, a lot of people are speculating that it could be it's a Pritchard thing. I think it's, it's probably a lot more likely. We spent all this money on Ronda. We have to get the Ronda stuff right. That's when the women's division was properly focused on, when Ronda joined the company, and now as soon as she's left, it's kind of unravelled again. Yeah, I th- that those those seem a lot more likely in my. What head. happened to Ruby Wright and Sarah Logan? <laughs> yeah, uh, but Mandy. What happened to Liv Morgan? <laughs> Mandy pinned Moon after a few minutes. This was a nothing match. Absolutely, but it does. So, do you want? What's your theory for the Sonya Mandy thing? Oh, Sonya's going to help out Mandy at Money in the Bank, and Mandy's going to oh. win. I um I'm I've got slightly more concerning uh, theories. Stephanie McMahon a few years ago said that they're going to start introducing LGBTQ storylines. Mm. Sonya Deville is their only openly gay wrestler, and the past two weeks she has sacrificed herself to further Mandy's career. 
She sacrificed herself last week to say, like, I don't want you should be in Money in the Bank. You deserve to be in Money in the Bank in the ladder match. And this week she pushed her out the way so she could take the Ember Moon dive. And that's what led Mandy to get the win. I am concerned that the storyline is that she's in love with Mandy. Uh, and that's what's going to lead to their split as a tag team. Yeah. I, and I, I, I think that is a dreadful, <laughs> horrendously bad storyline. I'm not, I'm not endorsing that storyline whatsoever. When Stephanie said that, she probably meant genuinely, this will be something progressive. Uh, Glad will finally be happy with us as an organization. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but then it gets through Vince and comes back down. And by then it's turned into, yeah, they're both hot. Let's make them kiss on screen. The other one likes chicks. Yeah. Uh, make her like a chick on screen. <laughs> So, so, so whatever with this match, I don't really care about it. But then Paige's music hits at the end. And I'm just like, the, the visual of Paige with Asuka and Kairi Sane is just ridiculous. It is ludicrous. Uh, because she just doesn't fit in with the gimmick. And it's so transparent why they've been fudged together. And Paige says, well, next week, you're going to fight Paige and Kairi Sane. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry Asuka, and Kairi, Asuka and Kairi Sane to Mandy and Sonya. And one of the things... You kept on saying to me, because I just said, why not put Asuka in the Money in the Bank match? And you said, well, they're busy. They're busy in the future. But now Mandy's busy. I know. It's all falling apart. I've no explanations left now. I pritcheted you as best as I could. But even WWE can't, like, this can't be pritcheted. Mm. Yeah, it's bad. But what's worse? (laughs) It's him. Matt Hardy is backstage talking to Kayla Braxton about... The what do they call him? It's it's an awfully scripted ten time tag champ or mm, something buzzword heavy, supposedly real person talking thing. I like that both Kayla and Matt Hardy had to call him the freak Lars mm. Sullivan, and our uh, truth comes in and they're just like they're both talking up Lars. I did in, like in truth, a big way. I did like truth walking and said I need to talk to you about something. And Matt Hardy said what? And he goes I forgot. Yeah. But then Kayla Braxton just legs it, which was just a stupid sight in itself. And Matt goes, it's him, and goes into this this boxing fighting stance. That it's him delivery line was so flat, and the camera pans back, and there's Lars there lurking. And Lars beats them both up. Yeah, he puts uh, Truth through a table, a Mm. conveniently placed table. But it was just Matt's, it's It's him him. line was Yeah, it was not, not good. And then we've got the Alistair Black spooky promo. And our main event was AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn versus Kofi Kingston, which was good action. Um, typical WWE triple threats. One person sits on the outside, the other two do stuff in the ring. But there was a really nice spot with the uh, the Moonsault DDT. And mm. then he grabs Kofi in to do a DDT, or another DDT. And Kofi reverses that. And Kofi hits the SOS on AJ Styles while he is delivering a reverse DDT to Sami Zayn. I thought that was actually really cool. Really cool spot. I, I mean, I I know one person was outside while the other two were in there. I thought strategy-wise, it made sense for Sami's character because it was mm-hmm. usually Zayn yeah. who was outside and he was just waiting for the scraps. Yes. He wasn't selling weirdly and contrived outside. Uh, but the... Yeah, that there was another spot where Kofi did this frog splash on AJ's back as AJ was standing up yeah. off the top rope. AJ looked like he was flattened with his legs he underneath it. crumpled. Oof. Very, very horribly crumpled in there. But what was quite fascinating was on Raw, Sammy has been great, but really he feels like 
a directionless under mid carder, they don't upper know lower carder. They don't know what they're doing with him. They they had this idea of him going out and cutting these promos, but with no payoff. Unless the payoff was Braun's going to put you in a dumpster. But he's so good, even though he's been treated like a, a lower mid carder on Raw. He's in the main event, and yep. my brain doesn't have any like issue with him being in there and going toe to toe with everyone. No, it really really works. And I mean. I bought into him winning the belt. Right, okay, so let's talk about this finish. This finish is, was absolutely remarkable. So Kevin Owens runs down and attacks Xavier Woods. We, we didn't think he was going to be... I genuinely didn't think he was going to be there I, I, either. I, I did. When he said, I'm I, not going to be there tonight. I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's right, I thought that was the sun. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it turns out it was a uh, street lamp. It was a street lamp. Cool. Um, which, you know, some people think is the sun. <laughs> you know, um, Some people believe the sun newspaper. We're, we're weird people. Um, anyway, uh, don't buy it. Um, so Kevin Owens runs down and attacks Xavier Woods. And that distracts Kofi Kingston. And he gets hit with a blue thunderbomb. And you're like, okay, pretty standard. Kofi's going to kick out. Then Sammy grabs him again and hits a second one. You're like, okay, well, Kofi's likely kicking out of this one as well. But the kickout's much, much later. And it's a really, really, really good near fall. Actually, it's a, it's a really great near fall. And then Sammy just grabs him again and hits a third blue thunder bomb. And I was like... Sammy's winning the title. And I was like, head in hand, I can't believe they're going to switch the belt. They are that panicked, they're going to hotshot the belt. They are WCW. Onto Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> well, why? Like, this is WCW in 2000. A lot of people are comparing WWE to WCW mm. in its dying days. And it's, they are far, far and away from each other. Abs- they couldn't be further away from each other. And this is why. It's because WCW, in its so panicky moment... And it's real panicky last two years. Just thought, when we switch a title, that's that's when you get a ratings bump. So we'll just keep switching the title. And there were like 50 title changes in a one-year period. And WWE aren't doing that. Which means that while they're panicked and they're doing stupid stuff like the wild card, or whatever it is, they're not hot showing the belt. They are at least protecting their champions and trying to make the belts feel important. Mm. And this finish, uh, this this kick out after that third blue thunder bomb was fantastic. Yeah. So so because Kofi had sold it like he was dead. It was amazing. And and the blue thunder bomb is one of those moves where kind of like Matt Hardy's side effect, where I always think he's going to win with it, but he never has. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. Uh, and then the the actual finish, which came very shortly after, was Sammy setting up for a halluva kick, his finisher. And he runs straight into a trouble in paradise. I thought that was, that Kofi, was great. Kofi got it out of nowhere. Yeah. And and yeah, so again, Kofi looks great. He looks strong. He overcame both men. I don't know why AJ was outside for so long. Uh, I can't remember. That, that was a bit of a loose thread that wasn't quite I, th- I think they had done a move to kind of write him out of the match, but I can't remember what it was. I didn't write it in my notes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but also, Owens... Almost tried to... He, so he ran down, he beat up Xavier to distract Kofi, which is what gave Sammy the upper hand. It's like, why would you want Kofi to lose the title if you're facing him for the title in 10 days' time? So I was a bit like... I liked it, but I was also a bit like... Ah, it's, yeah. Doesn't, the, the, that, that was a bit sloppy. Yeah, like your best friend, I suppose, because him and Sammy are still best friends... In... hasn't really been brought well, up at well, all that was, that was my point is that like they are technically still best yeah. friends and they were they did you know Byron kept saying best friends on commentary but mm. they've been separate since both of their returns that they don't feel like they're Before part of them 
Yeah, uh, yeah. So it doesn't feel like they're part of an act anymore. Yeah. So yeah, so that that connection, I don't think particularly works. Uh, and then Caleb weirdly asked uh, Kofi if KO's in his head, and that was how it went off the air. He's not in my head. Never off the air. I thought a really enjoyable episode of SmackDown. Some yeah. great wrestling and optimistic for the future. And I'm a little bit more. Well, I was always on board with the wild card idea. I just didn't like how it was just. It's just the 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 latest throwing stuff at the wall, and it's a bit relentless. Yeah, but uh, like, as I said earlier in the show, SmackDown is quite good at sort of recovering from, like, they, they, they see the stuff that's been thrown at the wall and just pick off the bits that mm. do stick. They do a nice painting. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like a nice flower. Uh, so, yeah, I'll give it four out of five. As did I. Let's have some su- su- super chats, Randy. We have never had this many super chats. Oh my lord! I don't know if it's because of the, the merch thing, but I think it actually might be. Um, Mr. Biggie. Uh, so, by the way, if we go through these very quickly, otherwise we're going to be here till six o'clock. Cool. Uh, Mr. Biggie, uh, do you think Vince should step down uh, and give the power to Stephanie Hunter and Shane P.S. Randy merch, please? Yes, to Vince stepping down. We'll see yeah. about Andy Merch. Uh, Nathan Turnbull, please discuss. WWE refuse, release, humiliate and bully talent they can't buy. No doubt devastating their mental health. Uh, how can this continue? Hashtag be a, be a star. Uh, be a star is, um, I mean, maybe we don't want to get too political in here. It's a made-up charity. It's, it's, it's done for PR purposes. Like it's, I don't think they as a company, I don't think particularly buy into that because the backstage etiquette for so many years was never to be a star. Um, so I think it was done for PR purposes. Mm. But I think you're absolutely right. But they've been bullying talent like this for decades, and of course, they've gotten away with paying them as independent contractors, despite the fact they're quite clearly not independent contractors. Uh, Mr. Horse says, "Have to add surname to uh, M and F wrestlers who." If we had to add a surname. a surname to male and female wrestlers, uh, of all of them, I think Samoa Joe should have his last name. Oh, yeah. Samoa Joe Smith. <laughs> Sweet. And oh, of the ladies... Mm, I'm going to go with... Bailey Adams. There no. it is. Bailey Adams. Fatu. Uh, and Andy's forgotten son, uh, a.k.a. Kratos, um, I'm so f- excited to attend Double or Nothing later this month. Wow. wow! Any guesses for surprise debuts that night? Moxley, surely. Yeah. If, if you're going to go by the video, then it, it, there's got to be Mox. Uh, Joao or Zhao Martins, uh, is, are people so afraid to tell Vince that he's outdated? Yes, they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah go on. Well, I was going to say that's like he's hired a lot of people who were notorious yes men for him. So maybe they were telling him that, and yeah. he didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we were talking about that thread um, of stories. There was a story that he was walking backstage with Curtis Axel, and he just kept stepping on his feet and trying to trip him up, and like just walking down the corridor. And then eventually just turned around and said, like, are you not going to stop me doing this? And Curtis was like, oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Because that's the, the, the sort of like mentality they breed is that you've got to walk around on eggshells. Don't, st- don't speak up because if you speak up and say something that annoys someone, then you're, mm. you're knackered. Uh, me, and I don't mean me, I mean someone called me, says, merch me up, baby. Um, I think that's not nine. That, yeah, that, that's not specifically you, though. That could be any merch. Uh, oh, wait, I read it wrong. Andy Danson, <laughs> merch me up, yeah. baby. Uh, Moondog Mooney says, will Dominic turn on his dad at Money in the Bank? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think Joe will beat him up first. 
and then a month after, then Dominic called because that makes no sense. You see, <laughs> so that, that's what will happen. Uh, Elizabeth says, Mazora says, Randy, that's a merch. Uh, as long as you ship to South Korea and checking scores during a movie, movie is a jerk move, Randy. You know better. <laughs> it is a jerk move, Randy. Uh, I think people who look at their phones in cinema should we have a lifetime ban. Hello, Lou Golly and Charismatic Tomo and Randy Andy. You don't deserve a surname. How many weeks left before John Cena burns Firefly Funhouse? <laughs> <laughs> Cena and Randy together. Oh, Randy Orton, that is. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I seriously, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy's Forgotten Son please buy Andy merch I could use the money too joking aside Luke I enjoyed seeing retro gaming on Screenstalk last week can we see more I'd like to do much more of that because those are the games I like to play uh, Shaded Bear why Why was I not notified Alexa was single sooner because you weren't Sean Turner here how that? Sammy promo should have, could have been saved he runs over Strowman with a truck then three months become a tag team either his heels or faces also, B team, no. I think he might be suggesting a Sammy Braun. I don't team. think comedy Braun is where he needs to be. They did that last year mm. and it, it, it flattened him out considerably. Yeah, I think, I mean, myself included, forgets how bad 2018 was for Braun. Mm. Uh, Venom Kitetsu says, uh, Randy, I'm assuming that's me, to AW confirmed. Randy Merch. <laughs> uh, Tanner Sturica says, Lads, have you figured out the Bray Wyatt game yet? Oh. No, someone did email me about this, but we went over it and. Um, you said that you don't think those are the lines. Well, I just that they don't make any sense. No. Yeah. So that the, the game is that apparently Bray has said lines in promos before that were out of place, and if you put all those lines together, it gives you a clue of something. I don't think uh, they do. No, I think that it is just it's a fun game, mm. like you would play on a kids' TV show. There isn't actually an answer to mm. it. The answer is that you had fun playing the game. Uh, John DiPietro Randy Datsun's number two fan says Andy Merch shut up and take my money Alan Seda says my first donation and I want some Randy Merch Ten Hay says all those for Randy Merch say I your, this is your doing by the way I just want to well, point that good. out I, we listen to the, the WWE universe um, <laughs> you are the authority Devin Banks says I swear Paige's tag team music should start with Paige and Ollie can say not now Paige yep I'd, 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 I'd welcome that I want most wrestler entrance musics to be changed to my versions of this. <laughs> uh, Dan Cook says, greeting from Baltimore. You know, that place that you can't find. I'm a big fan. Keep up the great work. Hashtag Randy Handy Merch. Thank 40 you. miles from Washington. Sawyer says, have you seen all these massive Reddit posts today about Lars Sullivan? Don't want to ruin the chat by getting into the content, but I encourage us to talk to look into it. That was the thing a few months ago, you know, when he posted all those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just been brought up again. Uh, we have seen that, yes. Um, Thomas Lagden says, can we have Ryback merch instead of Randy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all your merch should be Ryback themed. Ryback's favourite writer. Right. Uh, Randy. Right. I don't know if what it is, but apparently it, Mr. Langdon isn't my biggest fan. Um, Kratos' Forgotten Son. Luke, I really, this is the same one from earlier, really. Uh, enjoyed seeing Retro Gaming. Screenstalk, can we see more Retro Games in the future? I'd As love you to. Said. Uh, Ratwork says, Bailey and Alexa make for the perfect Goku and Vegeta team up. Tell Sweetheart beats the odd whilst short badass murders the really bad guys. I don't know what that means. I think it's a Dragon Ball thing. Oh. I don't understand those yeah. words. Okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, Broderick Sutherland says, Thoughts on AEW's partnership with ITB Box Office? Yeah, we gave them earlier. That's that really exciting news. Yeah, It'd be very interesting to see how a wrestling 
event on traditional pay-per-view with a major provider in the UK does. Yeah, very, yeah. very interested. Uh, Kratos, this is the John Moxley thing that we mentioned earlier, so thank you again for your donation. Jay-Z, a nice little donation, or a nice big donation. Uh, gentlemen, do you plan on doing a live stream for Money in the Bank? What about Double or Nothing? I understand it's a huge sacrifice but you all, for you all, uh, but it definitely makes the show immensely better. Also, where's my Luke Owen merch? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, Luke's in the queue first, Randy. Yeah. I never said I wasn't in the queue first. I yeah, was in the fine. queue first. Uh, yes. the, the, I defer to you for this one. The current plan is, yes, Money in the Bank and Double or Nothing live streams. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think you, you, we're not going to do both. Well, as in, as in you and I. We've got to decide the lineups. I yeah. definitely want to do Double or Nothing, but as I'm at a wedding the previous day before... Money in the Bank. So it might be me and Laurie doing Money in the Bank, uh, and then it might be me and you doing Double or Nothing. That sounds which good. Which I'm very in for. I'll be at home. All in, you um, could say. Austin, mm. Austin Tussey says, I was there uh, last night. you got to watch the 205 <laughs> main event. Apparently. Well, well, yeah. well, someone's got to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas Lagden says, we want Pete merch. <laughs> uh, Johnny Noatsu <laughs> says, and I like this, hemp tag team belts. Yes, please. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. happening. Uh, I want them to look exactly like the, the hemp championship for the WWE championship as well. I basically want just two of those belts mm. and they pretend like it's not different. Uh, Jimmy Thickness says, what's up, Ollie and Kalu from yesterday? How will Brian and Rowan legitimize the tag team division? How? Yeah. By being actual stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which, which yeah. is more than you can say for any other tag team in the SmackDown tag team division, apart from the New Day. Um, about ten more. Uh, Louis or Louis Goffius, uh, two donations, but no message. I think. Thank you, you very Thank much. You uh, Sand TP says, "Datsun merch hashtag boycott boycott wrestle talk hashtag Digene Randy X. I don't know what that means. Uh, Degeneration Randy X. I guess heavy machine Randy." Uh, Randy doesn't even like his own people who want his merchandise. He's basically just on the chat going like, these people are idiots. Well, are we up to 14 now? 14 people. Yeah, 14, 15 people. Uh, Tomo just says Tomo. E because he misspelled a word earlier and with it out of the knee on the end. So thank you, Tomo. <laughs> that red hoodie guy. Uh, have you guys seen, have you guys used the Crap Gimmick Wrestling ring in WE2K19 yet? No, no, but then again, I don't really understand how that game really works. Yeah, we've so. got to download all the stuff that people have created. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that soon. Yeah, That's uh, a lorry job. Sean Turner, should I go to the G1 Climax in Dallas? I can go. Well, then go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'd be go. a great yeah. show. Yeah, the, the, I doubt Mega Ran or Enzo Amore <laughs> and Big Cass will be there. Yeah, there will be no ROH. Oh, there might be, though, because it it's an American show, so there might be some, some ROH influence. Uh Sanj TP says Jake Hager, which is Jack Swagger, isn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, it's PJ Black, which is uh, the former Slippy guy, Justin Gabriel, Justin Gabriel, Gabriel uh, EC3 and Ziggler to AEW? Question uh, mark. I think PJ Black's with ROH, isn't he? Yeah, he's contracted with them. I don't think any of the, I don't think they want those guys. Of, of, of those four, I think EC3 they'd want the most. Yeah, I, I don't think there's yeah. yeah, I don't think there's much of a call for people wanting to see Jack Swagger have a, a, another mm. big wrestling run. Who was the other name? Dolph Ziggler. Oh. oh I, it, that shows how much I was... He's never leaving today. Yeah, I was going to say, I instantly forgot him. Um, two more. That red hoodie guy. Uh, and I'm sorry about this red hoodie guy. Uh, can we have 
a I don't read emails on a t-shirt for Datsun merch as he hasn't read mine yet. Boo, Andy. I haven't seen Andy. this. Andy. I getting... don't get many emails, so I would have replied uh-huh. if I had seen it. Oh, he uh, gets in fan mail and he's just like in the office. He gets this a lot, actually. He gets these fan mails and he's just like, these dorks. Yeah. These marks. <sighs> sending I'm going to take the camera mail. off you because all of this is a lie. Uh, I don't get many emails, so if you do send one uh, to Andy at WrestleTalk.com, I will respond to it uh, very quickly as well. Like Ollie, uh, Daniel Torres says, don't be like WWE. Actually, listen to the fans. Give us merch. <laughs> Hashtag Andy Datsun. I may have added that last bit. So is that the last one? No, one more. One more. Tomo says, housemate Simon merch. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got 16 for Andy, yeah, one yeah. for one, Pete, one for one, Simon. And one and for Ryback. And one for you. Yeah, and ah, one for Ryback. In 2004, what was your desktop wallpaper? <laughs> uh, probably just the the hill with the field. The, 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 the green hill. The, 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 the Windows XP, XP one. Yeah, yeah. Or just the Windows logo because I, I'm, I was only nine. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah, I'm not sure really. That. So I, how, how old were you in 2004, 2004, Luke? I would have been uh, 18, 19. So what was your desktop wallpaper when well, you were 18, 19? couple of weeks ago <laughs> uh, probably something to, to well I was at university yeah so it it, I think it was just of the, the the standard whatever Dell or whatever it was Samsung do you not really laptop. have the desktop wallpapers is that not a thing that kids do with these days I just the big thing for I us. just don't really care it might have been something to do with football like if my, my the team my sports football badge or something like that mm. but nothing nothing Major. We were talking about so we were doing a Patreon exclusive video um, before we started recording this podcast, and I was talking about this TV show on Netflix called Dead to Me, which stars Linda Cardellini. And I said, fun fact, for you, in two thousand four, she was my desktop wallpaper. Well, she was. Well, she is Velma. So exactly ah. right, and that was part of the reason is because yeah. I loved Velma and I loved her in ER, and I was a big fan of Freaks and Geeks. Mm. So yeah, like she was my my it, big it, crush. At, at some point, I think it was Emma Watson, but I don't know what point Hermione for I mean everyone knows that but yeah I know I had a big thing on her because of Harry Potter and stuff did you update the picture of Hermione as she grew older uh no well I didn't put it and I didn't make it my background until she was of age I mean obviously I was you weren't like the was it the sun that was doing the countdown I mean obviously she was born on the April April 15th 1990 but um The the character or the actress the actress do you, did the the Harry Potter characters have birthdays that are canon? Yeah, uh, Harry Potter is thirty uh, first of July. Whoa. What year? Uh, Every year. Well, it, <laughs> well, because the Harry Potter is Harry Potter is actually set in the early nineties. Is it? Yeah, it's like ninety one. I think they they photo so he would have been like nineteen. It would be nineteen eighty one. No, but, no, no, nineteen seventy nine. Because maths. Lillian, Lillian James died in nineteen eighty. Right, I think someone's going to correct me. <laughs> I when don't Harry, think anyone cares that and much. Harry, and Harry was one when they died. So Lillian James being Harry, Harry Potter's, Potter's mother, and, and they father. died. Just on, to fill it, I'm also. They a died on the thirty first of October. There's a uh, a video on YouTube. That's Halloween. Yeah, I know. That was oh. that was why it was so scary. They were like, they opened the door to Voldemort. He's like, trick or treat. They were like, no. Oh, oh Volders. Um, there is a video on YouTube that someone has made a like fan trailer for the Lillian James prequel movie. Um, uh, you, you're nodding, is it? Uh, yeah, Did no, you no, make it? Yeah, no, no. Uh, it was it was 1981, not 1980. 
So Harry was 1980. Okay. Uh, so he started school in, 19, in 1991. Um, uh, and my wife loves it. Like, she showed it to me. One of the, like, when we first started going out, she was like, oh, my, there's this fan trailer that I absolutely love because we were talking about Harry Potter. And she showed it to me. And it's like starring Lily Collins or something like this. And um, Quicksilver, what's his name? Um, Evan Peters. No, no, the other one. The, the good one. Uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. <sighs> oh, yes. Uh, Kick-ass. And um, yeah, it well, is both from Kickass. <laughs> well, you're very right, um, but he was Kickass himself, mm. and uh, it is—it's uh, overwrought, and it, it made me giggle a bit because it is like <laughs> so melodramatic. It's like we're going to fall in love, but it's going to die. And uh, uh, but like, yeah, my wife absolutely loves it, and she would watch it. Like, I, I know she's listening to it. She'll probably want to watch it right now and get like super emotional. Be like, I, I just want this movie. Well. Yeah, but the thing is, Lily hated James until they were about 16, 17. And then he, he looked was... like a bit of a dick. Yeah, he bullied He bullied Snape. Yeah. Like, massively. Snape was a Snape was a little bit, bit old knobhead, but uh, <laughs> he did bully Snape. But yeah, Lily thought he was a bit of an idiot. Until, Two wrongs don't make a right, Randy. Until he was about kind of 17, and that's when mm. they... But they got married. Like, they, they died when they were 21. I think, don't think people realise how young they were wow. when they had Harry. They died, like... They, they were younger than Tyler Bates. That's crazy, isn't it? Well, it just makes you think. It makes, it makes you think about yeah. these fictional characters. Mm. Sorry, uh, I, I feel come like... Come on, man. We're gonna, <laughs> we just finished talking about a giant wrestling show. I know, well, I know, but I also feel like I tended to Jeremy Renner for a little bit then when he yeah. was doing his, uh, his apology for uh, offending... Uh, Sc- well, not offending, but offending people about his comments about mm. Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, saying, sorry if I offended a fictional character. <laughs> I was speaking to Adam Pearson last night. He said that Scarlett Johansson's one of the nicest and funniest people he's ever met. Yes, because he's in a film with her, Under, mm, the, skin. under the Skin. Oh, yeah. 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 And he's going to be in a film with um, uh, 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 Timothy Spall later this year, who's Peter Pettigrew in Harry Potter. Um, And so he's very excited about that. So yeah, we got the the tube back last night. Did you really? Oh, nice. What a lovely guy he was. We haven't spoken about last night, have we? Really? Uh, yeah, not, not really on this show, yeah. But well, we, talk, we were going to talk about it, then you talked about melatonin instead. Oh, you know, I feel like people Sounds need like to know. Great song by the Silver Sun Pickup, no, the Album Canvas. No, a sleep aid. Uh, yeah, we did Ready to Rumble last night. At the Prince Charles Cinema. But more importantly, Liverpool won 4 0. I'm, I'm such a big Liverpool fan now. Um, I might be going to Madrid on that weekend now. Whoa, I'm what got, for the. Yeah, I haven't got tickets, but like just to be in the city would be amazing. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Football. Touchdown. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want anything else you wanted to add on the uh, the Razor Rumble thing? You, well, you just, brought it up. Yeah. Well, I just thought we might want hey, to well, talk about I, it. I, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> own because, like, last time we did a screening, I, I was I was quite down on the whole thing because I felt like I'd, I'd made some errors. Mm. Uh, but this time, because it went so well, I don't want to sound like like braggy about it or humble brag because like, it did actually go quite well. All right. Stunning. <laughs> Calm down. Calm it, calm and it. I quite enjoyed myself. Yeah, and I was, it was like, good. Yeah, it was good. And we saw a lot of familiar faces that came mm-hmm. to the previous screening, or we've met uh, other times as well. And it was just, it was genuinely lovely being down in the bar area of the Prince Charles. And just like, there was this big wrestling community down there. We were just there just chatting away like we all had known each other for years. It was yeah. genuinely lovely. Well, I think because everyone feels like they've known us for years, mm. with, if they listen to the podcast like four times a week or whatever it is. We do release too much content. Yeah, and uh, and like it was nice seeing people who we've met previously and they've, that 
they've leveled up. Oh, yeah. Like the, the two chaps who, uh, the, like last time I saw them, said, I think we're going to go to WrestleMania 35. You know, we're really looking forward to it. And they came along in their WrestleMania 35 t-shirts. <laughs> All geared up. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and there was the person who had a boyfriend now. And, was yep. like, oh, you're, and, they're, and now they're both part of the gang. Yep. Yeah. We go, did the human pyramids. Tried to. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> I just thought that was. I, did you I hear a, Luke screaming? Well, I had a better oh. idea. You should have held her like a fish. Yeah, like, but the idea is that she's taller than all of us. So the the gimmick is that I know exactly. So you could have had like three people holding her across. Oh like, yeah, I suppose like, you Loretta. Were, yeah, yeah, Loretta. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 funny as well because so we the last time we did a photo with Loretta, she gave Ollie a piggyback. So we said like, I mean, you had the best photo last time, mm. so we've got to try and beat that photo. So we had like a little huddle with her new with her boyfriend as well, mm. like because he's now part of the group. And we talked about it, and then we said we'll do a human pyramids. And we'll get like Pete to go up on top. And I was like, oh, this will be hilarious. It was only until I got down on the floor and I looked at my watch and I realized it was 10 past eight. And the film started at half past eight. And we had only just started our meet and greet session because we'd actually spent 40 minutes jack jawing. I suppose that was part of the meet and greet. Yeah. But this was like, we'd only sort of done the, the quote unquote official announcement that we were, you know, doing mm. stuff and selling merch and stuff. So I just started to panic. And then, once we got on the floor, and they got up, because it was me, you, and Laurie on the, the bottom tier, when Loretta and her boyfriend then got on top, all of a sudden I thought to myself, someone's going to die. <laughs> Pete's going to die. And I, I thought I could hear the Prince Charles Cinema like crew panicking their staff because we're just being idiots. <laughs> we're just being absolute idiots, being idiots. And I was like, this is a terrible idea. This is, this is the worst idea we have ever done, ever. We need to put a stop to this thing, right now. The thing is... I am quite significantly lighter than Pete as well, so it would brag been better. Than, no, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm unhealthily wafer thin. <laughs> yeah, a wafer thin. Well, well, there was there was Pete a table there was a table behind the pyramid. Yeah, so I it. I was hoping for you know it's, now that's a wrestling screening <laughs> if someone goes through a table. Well, what, if, what if Pete had fallen off and he'd hit his head on the bar and then that would have just like I would I would just all of these horrors. Michelle was there. Sorry, Hedy's lady partner was there. It would it would yeah you're right if it went wrong. But what I found funniest is me and Laurie are there being quite chill. There's two people on our backs and you know Pete's trying to get on climb up to the top of this. So three two one that was the sort of structure of the pyramid. And you just stuck. No one could hear you apart from me and Laurie because we were down so low and it was quite loud in there. And like you could hear people up top going, let's try and get him up there. Come on, Pete, you can try. And you were just going, don't try. Don't try. And you couldn't look up because your head was kind of locked in position. It was me and Laurie were in hysterics and we couldn't help you because we were also trapped. No, it, it was, was very. It was audible. Funny. It was audible from a from a. Oh, was it? No, no one cared. No one cared. <laughs> I got so panicky think, about something going wrong. I think everyone thought that Luke was just going. Oh no! Come on, go! It's not going to work. But then, but I was yeah. going like, no, let's. We need to stop this now. I, I just thought got you def- were in pain. No, no, I, I was my... worried you were like being crushed because or something. Because I got my bad back. And yeah, everything. yeah. That's what yeah. Laurie said. It's like you really shouldn't have gone on the bottom anyway. With your, with your condition, you shouldn't have gone mm. on the bottom. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, I'll be fine. But really, my panic was that I just got into this form panic that we weren't going to be able to like there were people who had come to the screening and we didn't get to say hello to mm. them and that's what they didn't come to see the film they came to do something else and I, I just got into this like silly panic mode so I was like we need to stop this well okay. all the all the ladies were just basically like bobbleheads just 
sort of shaking their head at the entire time. So. Apart from my lady partner, who was actively organizing. She was directing. She loves human pyramids. So I was like, hey, get over here. <laughs> uh, we should probably start yeah, the show. Like, We've got to go start the show now. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Laurie and I will be back with the NXT Ramble tomorrow. And then we've got the Saturday show after that with the return of Ollie Davis. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.